the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. <laughs> well, I did it again during the commercial break. I looked at the uh, TV monitor, the... Uh, Continuing live hearings of the House Oversight Committee. And once again, another Democrat questioning the uh, IRS whistleblowers concerning Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and so forth. And immediately went to Donald Trump. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It's just... Okay, I'm going to move on, and and I probably won't bring it up again between now and the end of the program, but it is so predictable. The Republicans are actually asking actual questions of why the whistleblowers are there and why they're willing to risk their future, their career. And one of them is a, a homosexual Democrat, not a Trump supporter who is risking his career. And uh, so it's either uh, Donald Trump or the IRS is racist. Well, okay, then have a hearing on racism in the Internal Revenue. I I would back that. I would support it. That's not what this hearing is about. And I'll just say it one more time. It is obvious that the Democrats know they cannot defend the Biden family, and they're not even trying. They're not disputing what these IRS whistleblowers are saying about the special treatment. They're they're not denying it in in any way, shape, or form. It's just, well, uh, but Trump is worse. But Trump, uh, all right, enough. Enough. Now, speaking of the Democrat Party, here is one of the things that troubles me the most about what's happening in the Democrat Party. And I've said this over and over through the years. If you go back, let's go back to the days of JFK. All right? Back to the days of JFK. From that point all the way back to the founding of our country. We have been primarily a two-party system. Primarily. We've had third parties. We've had other parties rise up, and then they go away. Primarily, we have had a a two-party system, Republican and Democrats, for the majority of that time. And if you would look at those two parties from JFK, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, back to the founding of our country, The two parties differed on economic policy, a lot of different things. But they agreed 
on all the fundamentals. They did. That's why JFK, probably the most famous Democrat of the last 100 years, would not be welcomed in the Democrat Party today. And he would not, I, who knows, I don't know for sure, but I can't imagine that JFK would be comfortable at all with today's Democrat Party. I don't think he would be at all. Would he be a Republican? I don't know, but he would be ashamed of the Republican Party. But the two parties were in basic agreement on most issues. Not today. Um, Not today. And one of the biggest differences, well, one of many, Huge differences between Republicans and Democrats today is Israel. And I will continue to say this over and over again. Today, with where we are morally and spiritually in America, about the only thing we have going for us is our support of Israel. I'm not going to go into it again because I have so many other times, but the Bible is very clear. God gave Abraham an everlasting covenant. I will bless them that bless you. I will curse them that curse you. I believe one of the reasons why God has withheld his severe judgment upon America is because we have been so supportive of Israel since 1948, when Israel once again became a nation. Well, I don't know of any anti-Semites that are in the halls of Congress in the Republican Party. But boy, there are sure a lot of them among the Democrats. The hatred of Israel is not only prevalent in the Democrat Party, it is growing. I told you just a couple of days ago, that uh, Representative Pramila, Pramila, Pramila Jayapal, Democrat from Washington, in a public speech said, and I quote, Israel is a racist state. Now, she tried to backtrack on that, but she said it. And a few Democrats condemned her for it, but not many. The House of Representatives tried to, not tried, they passed a resolution in support of Israel. Eight Democrats refused to vote for it. Eight Democrats. The folks at Gallup, Gallup polls, have found that Democrats' support for Israel has declined every year since 2016. They now, this is the Democrat Party as a whole, they now support the Palestinians over the Israelis by an 11-point margin. 11 points. That's just Democrats in general. Those that would refer to themselves as liberal or progressive Democrats sympathize with Palestinians more than the Israelis by a 24-part point margin. 24 points. 
the rise of anti-Semitism in the Democrat Party is shocking and extremely troubling. Listen, I do believe there's a God. I do believe that we're in spiritual warfare. I believe that God is supreme over all things. When you look at the founding of our country, we were not perfect. We are not perfect. We never will be perfect. But this country was founded upon Judeo-Christian principles. No reasonable, objective person can deny that. None. We were founded on biblical principles. And that's why I believe that the United States of America has been blessed by God in a unique and unusual way. Now, were we chosen by God just like Israel was chosen by God? No. Is the Constitution inspired like the Bible is? No. But the hand of God has clearly been on the United States of America. And we have avoided the blatant judgment of God. I think one of the primary reasons is because of our unfaltering, uncompromising support for the nation of Israel. It doesn't mean we agree with everything they do, but we have supported them. We have acknowledged that they have a right to exist. That is their land given to them by God. And I believe that God has honored that. We are now seeing that slip away very quickly. Joe Biden says that he is an ardent supporter of Israel, but did you see how he treated the president of Israel just yesterday? Did you hear the audio? Did you uh, watch the video? And when Benjamin Netanyahu, the current prime minister of Israel, is transparent, shall we say, He implies very strongly that he knows the support for Israel from America is diminishing. And the rise of anti-Semitism within the Democrat Party should be troubling to every American, whether you're Democrat or Republican. It should be troubling. And it's not going away. It is increasing. on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. I am so tempted to make comments about the House Oversight Committee meeting. I watched again during the break. I'm not. Just the same pattern continues, and I'll leave it at that. I have suggested to you on numerous occasions 
that as scientific discoveries continue concerning the unborn, the newborn, it is becoming more and more difficult to be pro-abortion. It's, it's, the more we learn, the, the, the deeper the, the scientific discoveries concerning the wonders of the unborn, the more difficult it becomes to be pro-abortion. Because it's like the, the transgender thing. To support it is to be anti-science. And it's true. To be a supporter of this whole transgender agenda is to be anti-science. The rest of the world understands that, but not we here in America. And that brings me to this story. Incredible story. Story of Derek and Kenyatta Coleman of Louisiana. Derek and Kenyatta Coleman discovered that Kenyatta, the wife, was pregnant. Everything was going just fine until, and I don't see how, uh, at 30 weeks, at 30 weeks of pregnancy, the baby, which they named Denver, the parents, Derek and Kenyatta Coleman, they're from Louisiana, at 30 weeks of pregnancy, the baby was diagnosed, quote, with a rare and sometimes fatal brain abnormality called vein of Galen malformation. Never heard of it. Uh, Quote, the blood vessel condition can cause high blood pressure, lead to heart failure and other potentially fatal problems, uh, according to a press release from the American Heart Association. The usual suggestion, abortion. The baby's probably going to die. Uh, The baby will probably die before birth. Uh, If not before birth, certainly after birth. It's a rare, usually fatal brain abnormality. You need to abort the baby. That is the usual suggestion. Well, the news devastated Derek and Kenyatta Coleman, but they heard about an experimental fetal surgery being offered at Boston Children's Hospital in Massachusetts. Brain surgery in the womb. Brain surgery on an unborn baby at 30 weeks of pregnancy. We're talking in the womb brain surgery. Pioneering, never done before, experimental, but the parents decided rather than aborting the baby, they would do everything they possibly could to save the baby rather than aborting. They contacted the hospital. The hospital explained all the risks. This was experimental, had never been done before. But the Comans immediately gave a yes. Quote, because they wanted to do whatever they could to save Denver's life. 
Quote, this is from the mother, Kenyatta. We are deeply rooted in our faith, and we'd been praying about this thing the whole time. Going in, we knew what the prognosis could have been, so for us, there was no other way. We found out that this opportunity was available, and Derek and I mutually agreed that we knew from the very beginning if there was a possibility to save her life, that we would go for it. This happened uh, this past March. Quote, on March 15th, Kenyatta and Denver, that's the mother and the baby, underwent the experimental surgery. Doctors and researchers later wrote about the successful procedure in an article published in Stroke, a journal of the American Heart Association. The report from the American Heart Association said, quote, The breakthrough surgery was carried out in Boston with doctors using an ultrasound to help guide a needle into the mother's abdomen, up through the uterus wall, and into the baby's brain. Authors detailed how the procedure was successful with immediate marked flow reduction seen on the ultrasound intraprocedural and a 43% fall in total cardiac output after echocardiography. The authors detailed how baby Denver was delivered at 34 weeks and at three weeks old had required no Uh, No cardiovascular support and no postnatal embolization. The baby's neurological exam was normal. Kenyatta told the Today Show, God answered her prayers and brought her and the baby girl through the surgery safely. The most beautiful moment was being able to hold her, gaze up on her, and then hear her cry. Months have passed since then, and the Coleman said Denver continues to thrive. By telling her story, they encourage other families whose unborn babies receive the same diagnosis. The mother said she's doing amazing. She continues to show improvement. A baby that uh, usually would be aborted. Growing, living, thriving. It's harder and harder to be a supporter of abortion. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.